Yo, it's your boy 40, and this the We Ain't Spliff podcast, and uh, it's currently 2.53 in the fucking morning, and I'm drunk as shit, and I felt like talking my shit. About what? I don't know. I'm just sitting here high as hell, fucking drunk a whole fucking fit the goose damn there by myself. So I'm feeling real good, you know? Um, what the fuck, man? the fuck is going on, dog? What's up with these bullshit-ass jobs out here, man? They fucking trash, dog. And, like, it's just bad because, like, you need money in life, you know? And people resort to, oh, my God, what the fuck? What the, I don't know what the fuck that was. Um, People resort to, well, oh, yeah, I was saying, uh, you need money to survive. You know, as fucked up as it is, you need a little fucking green piece of paper to survive. Like, if you don't have that, you fucked up. And uh, there's jobs out here. Most of the jobs, people in America don't even want to work. You know, they don't even want to do these jobs. You know? And it got me thinking, like, why the fuck... Through all these major companies that have millions of employees and they make billions of dollars every year, pay everybody shit wages. Don't make any sense. Like, I don't care what the job is. If you're working, you should get paid. And not just paid, like, to where I could pay you anything. No, I mean paid to where. You should be able to at least not be struggling. And what I mean by not struggling is they, like most of the government and like the Republicans who try to take away like uh, food stamps and link card and all that shit, they complain about people using it but not understanding that the jobs multiple jobs that these people are working there's still not enough money to feed their family and that's messed up because we live in America dog like we supposed to set an example for everywhere else and the reason why there is homeless people in other countries is because there's homeless there's homeless people in America. If everybody in America had a place to live, that would set a standard to every other country to at least have the human decency, the basic decency to have everybody living in a home. And I mean, it sounds preposterous. It sounds like impossible, but it's possible. It really is. And that's the problem that regular people, quote-unquote, regular people, I don't even know how to fucking, like, put this in words, but, like, normal people, you know, like, people who don't have millions of dollars in their bank account to just do whatever, um, damn, I lost my train of thought, anyway, I was just saying, like, it's just messed up that we live in America, and there's still people who don't have house, people who don't have a meal, you know, every day, and 
there's people with billions and billions of dollars in this world. It only take, I was reading a, a stat that it only take $30 billion to end world hunger in the United States. $30 billion. Now, that might sound like a lot of money, but in reality, on the money that we spend as far as the government, that's not shit. Five of the richest people in America could scrape up $30 billion together and still be billionaires. So, I mean, I don't know. Just some shit I was thinking about, along with a whole bunch of other shit. Like relationships. Fucking, you know, not just, um, like, boy-girl or boy-boy relationship, girl-girl relationship. I'm talking about relationships with every single person you know. Like, everybody tries so hard. I mean, it's not try so hard to please certain people. And what I mean by that is that they go above and beyond their normal standards to to impress certain people. I feel like that's another part of our society that we have that's messed up. Because at the end of the day, we all bleed. We all can get sick. We all can witness death, experience death, we can all go through really hardships in our life, and as humans, we should have sympathy and understanding and compassion towards other people, but in reality, everybody shows most of those feelings to people that's close to them. And it rarely goes there. It rarely goes to people that you don't know. And there's some great people in this world doing great things for people. And I respect them so much because it takes so much for you to actually think outside yourself and want to actually help other people who are in desperate need. And I, and I'm guilty of this shit too because I'm not doing nothing. I'm not going out into no food pantries and helping people out. I'm not, you know what I'm saying, doing the basic shit that could, you know, change somebody's life, even if it's not for a long time, for but for that temporary moment, to let them know that there's people out there that care. And I feel like, I mean, I can't even say that because there's so many fucking people out here that's willing to help other people. And... I feel like they don't get enough shine compared to all these other people in the world who are constantly on our TV screens because these are the people who are actually trying to make a difference. And by making a difference, I mean trying to make a difference in showing other people that if we all cared about the next person, there would no be no problems. I mean, of course you will have your crazy people. I don't even want to call them crazy, misunderstood, but some of them are crazy. You know, like, with a population so big, not everybody's going to be wired right. 
But for the most part, everybody is. And then you you combine that on top of everybody having different agendas and different opinions and feeling certain ways about things. Like, why we can't just all come to agreement about certain things that should just be common sense? Like, I don't understand why it's hard for people to be kind and it's hard for people to look out for somebody who's in need. Like, if I, if I have Bill Gates money, I could take that, I could take 30 billion out of my 86 billion dollars that I have and I could end world hunger. Myself, one person. I don't want to see nobody in this world not be able to eat. That's the fucking basic thing in the world to survive. And it don't matter if you black, white, Mexican, whatever you are, you should not want to see another person not be able to eat. And people be like, oh, because he's lazy, or all this, or all that, and come up with excuses to make yourself feel better about not helping this person eat. And it's bullshit. It really is. And I want people to realize that we can make a difference every day by helping one person. If every person in the world helps one person a day, imagine how, how, how better everything would be. We are torn, we are divided. Nobody wants to be the, the, <clears throat> the mediator. Nobody wants to be the, the person in between trying to pull all sides together because you look like a flip-flopper or you look like you don't stand on any principles. But in reality, you just want to make sure that everybody is together. And we are, are fighting and we are all behind one common goal. And that's, I mean, like... What the hell? What the hell? We live in a fucking America, dude. This shit is insane. It makes no sense. People getting kicked out of their homes. People being homeless with kids. Kids not eating. Kids on the streets. Don't make any damn sense. And as long as we all feed into the bullshit, it will continue. And I'm not by you. Like, I want to believe that everybody's a good person. But all I've been seeing everywhere has been showing me that that's not the case. And I'm not even the best person. I'm not holier than thou. I'm not fucking... I'm a regular person too who struggles, who goes through life things. But I can tell you that in the instances where I was able to help somebody or I needed to help somebody or I seen somebody who needed help, I was there. I was there. And I tried my best. And there's plenty of people who 
help me out in situations. That's why I feel the way that I do. Let me take a trip. Ooh. That Grey Goose, y'all. <laughs> um, on a lighter subject, my boy LeBron James, he lost the other night to the Sixers. I think he dropped 33 points, triple double. Smoked two free throws at the end of uh, regulation to tie it to go to overtime. That's my boy, my favorite player. And I can't ignore that he smoked those two free throws at all. And it bothers me that he smoked them. But at the same time, I just want to just put this out there. The man scored 33 points. The man had 11 assists. The man had 11 rebounds. The man played 38 minutes. It's only 40 minutes in regulation. He played 38 Then, to polish it all off, he got to be the one to make the last two free throws to send it to overtime. I want to know how many Michael, how many 30-point triple-doubles Michael Jordan had and he lost in any game. From his beginning of the career to the end. can't be that many because I don't even think he has that many triple doubles but I don't have a fucking statistician stat guy around like ESPN or some shit to bring up all the numbers but I'm just saying like the man is literally putting on a spectacle a show every night man down there averaging 30 damn points in a triple double like what else could you possibly do like what else more do you want from the man like when he switched teams to go to play with better players oh you switch teams cause you couldn't win look who the fuck he was playing with when you averaging fucking 26 points a fucking game every night and you put your fucking whole career on the line because you a hometown kid and all this bullshit, what the fuck you expect him to do? His legacy is on the line. He's been in the league for seven years. He was a chosen one, 18 years old, coming in the league, dunking on niggas, I might add. He probably had the best high school to NBA transition ever. 18, dunking on grown men. Fast forward 15 years, 15 seasons later, this nigga's still doing this shit. And the man don't get no credit for nothing. All people bring up is how many times he lost in the finals. 
like when when do you get credit for just your outstanding ability to do what you do when do you get credit for like yeah I understand like you want to win in life winning is everything I'm not saying motherfuckers should get participation trophies or or shit like that but there is a Eastern Western Conference final chance you get that and then you go to the finals and you lose but you still a Western Conference finals champion or Eastern Conference finals champion nobody can take that away I'm just saying the man is defying what was first thought possible in the NBA play. Like, he just cracked 31,000 points in his 15th season. Dirk is in like his, I don't know what season he in. And he only 100 some points away from that. You know? Like, he need another 800, eight, I mean, Five thousand points to pass Kareem. That's five seasons of a thousand points. You don't think you could do that? I do. Nobody thought he'd be able to do what he's doing right now in year fifteen. But goddamn, guess what he doing? He dunking on motherfuckers. Like he real life turning up on it. And I don't want to take no credit from nobody in the league. James Harden going fucking stupid. He playing out of his fucking mind. And rightfully so, he deserves MVP. But what does MVP mean? Understand that Jordan could have won it for however many seasons, but it's the most valuable player. What does that technically mean? The most valuable player to what? Their team? Who more valuable to their team than fucking LeBron? Who was more valuable to their team than Jordan when he was hooping? Who was more valuable than Shaq and Kobe when he was in their teams? So, they need to change the name of it. Because if you're going by most valuable player, it should go by valuable player. Not by who having the best season. It don't make any sense. Who thought Steve Nash should have won that MVP on the shot? Nobody. Makes no sense. I've been rambling for about a good, uh, it's going on 20 minutes, so I think I'm going to wrap it up on the We Ain't Spliff podcast. It's your boy, 40. And, uh,
I'll catch you on the split side.